Welcome back to Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom, bringing you the latest in the sports world. And today we have a very special episode for you as we got to talk to one of the stars of the Netflix show, The Circle, Seaburn Williams. He talked to us about how social media is having an impact on our lives and also comparing his currently his favorite sports teams. Additionally, we look at Sabrina Ionescu being drafted first overall in the WNBA draft and how her coming to the Big Apple is going to have effect not just on the team, the New York Liberty, but New York as a whole. And also, we look into the premiere of The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN. All this and much more coming right up. Stay with us. Sabrina Ionescu is one of the most promising players in the women's game today. Ionescu recorded four triple-doubles, one shy of the Pac-12 record, and two less than the NCAA record for women's basketball. She averaged 14.6 points, 6.6 rebounds, and 5.5 assists per game. And she knew that she wanted to go pro this year. So the New York Liberty had the first pick in the WNBA draft. And after coming off a bad season, their second worst in franchise history, they knew they needed to improve. So here's the moment that Sabrina Ionescu became a part of the New York Liberty organization. With the first pick in the 2020 WNBA draft, the New York Liberty select Sabrina Ionescu from the University of Oregon. Ionescu was overjoyed. Now, of course, with the realization that she was the number one overall pick in the WNBA draft, surrounded by friends and family out in California, it was time for her to celebrate. And I feel like she is ready to take on not just the challenges of the WNBA and all the stars in that league, but New York as a whole. Clearly, it's one of the toughest places to play sports, and I feel like she is readily equipped, especially with that her mentor, Kobe Bryant, trained her so well and endorsed the women's game so much, making her a better player and helping out the sport as a whole. As for Ionescu, though, she does address the on-court need of the New York Liberty. She's a point guard that is capable of making the uncommon pass, drawing defenders towards her, and then taking the open lane. And she markedly improved her finishing game at the rim as a senior, closing the one gap in her game, making her one of the deadliest players in the NCAA, and making Oregon such a threat. And I think all of us thought that Oregon would be taking home the national championship if the WNBA, I mean, if the college championship did go on. Unfortunately, it did not. So we're going to have to see how Ionescu pans out in New York, but we don't know yet since we don't even know if there's going to be a WNBA season. It's just a waiting game, and we're just going to have to see what happens. Coming up, though, we have an interview with Seaburn Williams, the Netflix star from the show The Circle, talks to us about social media and also how sports is having an impact on all of our lives. All this and much more coming right up. Before this, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app in the App Store or go to anchor.com to get started. Welcome back to Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom, bringing you the latest in the sports world. And today, we have a very special guest, one of the coolest guests around. He starred in The Circle on Netflix, 
Welcome to the show, Seaburn Williams. Yeah, what's going on, though? <laughs> so, Seaburn, uh, what have you been up to during the coronavirus quarantine? Oh, man. So, I've just been, like, working during the whole uh, corona quarantine. I pretty much, uh, of course, I work in uh, human services. So, I pretty much just been making sure that my clients are okay and making sure that, you know, they're very well taken care of. Yeah, I mean, customer service is the biggest thing. And especially since you can't see your clients face to face, you got to make sure that they're being taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you were clearly on the Netflix show, The Circle. Uh, Can you tell us what was the backstory with that? How did you get to be on the show? So the funny thing was, uh, they actually have randomly emailed me and they uh, they found my email through uh, one of the casting casting producers that were that was working on another show. And uh, I just happened to happen to like be in the in the mist because last year I was up for four different TV shows and then uh, this was my fifth one. So I was like, okay, uh, let me not let me wait and see what happens. And then you know, I'll, everything went properly in it. It just kind of all gelled together and boom. What was your life like before and after the show? What effect did it have on you? Oh man, it it, it definitely was life changing because now it's like. Uh, like before, before the show, um, of course, I was I was always into you know modeling, acting, and I was very, very, very heavily into it and uh, very big on it. But uh, now it's just taking it full steam and like it's giving me more of a you know platform and audience and you know different different outlets to just now have an audience to perform in front of all the time, which is, which is a lot of fun. Cause I get to entertain people and you know, that's eminently what I've always wanted to do since I was like 12. And then of course the show is built around social media. So how much, uh, do you depend on social media and how much did your views change on it before and after the show? Truthfully, uh, before the show, I, I really wasn't, I really wasn't rocking with social media that much. Um, I pretty much, I knew it was a tool to be utilized, but I was just, uh, I was kind of lazy on it. But like now, my whole viewpoint has definitely uh, shifted because the dynamics is different. So it's like now I'm like super into social media and I'm super heavily like consistent with posting and making sure that I'm on it and making sure that I'm active, talking to people, making sure that, you know, I get to uh, socialize with different people. So not only are they feeling the effects, the effects of this quarantine, but, you know, of course, I'm, I'm feeling the effects as well. But, you know, I just let them know that we're all in this together. Yeah, try and uh, bring a sense of unity in a, in any way possible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's like the greatest thing that anyone can do because, you know, it's just a matter of like showing love and humility at a time that's just so critical and crucial. Like everyone's looking for someone to, to, to give them a distraction. But if you can give them the proper distraction, then, you know, that, that would mean so much more to them because you gave them that distraction that they needed and that smile that they needed in a time of chaos and, you know, in a time of like mischief. Yeah. Especially now it's the biggest time for all of us to kind of lean on each other and get through this as one. Yeah, absolutely. Because we are all one thing. We all have a voice, but at the same time, we all need that, need that next level of just, you know, comfort and to feel like your family and home. Mm-hmm. So now shifting back to the, uh, the circle a little bit, what was your first reaction when uh, you walked in the door and uh, you saw where you were going to be living for the next several Man, weeks? It was one of the most exciting things that I've ever, ever, ever done. Um, because that for me, I walked in and I said, dude, 
like we're here to play this game. Like this is the game that we're getting ready to play. And I knew what was going to come and I, I didn't expect any other twists and turns, but I knew it was, it, it came with the territory. So I was prepared. So I just was like, you know what, this is, this is what we're here to do. So let's do that. Uh, speaking of what was it like pretending to be an entirely different different gender for multiple weeks on a reality tv uh, show it was a lot of work i'm not gonna hold you like catfishing is hard like the, the greatest thing that anybody can learn from this is to be yourself and to really unapologetically enjoy the essence of you because yes i had a lot of fun but at the same time catfishing you have to remember that you're not you and you can't respond like how you would do it you have to respond like how somebody else would did you try and integrate any part of yourself into the character that you were playing? Um, at the end of the day, I, I definitely did because it was just a matter of like, you know, having that fun and just, you can't create a personality that, you know, won't work. You have to give it that personality. Creating it is hard, but if you give it some of yours, then it's like, you can't fabricate it and it all seems so natural and it seems like the truth. And the bonds and the friendships that you made on The Circle... At what point in the circle did you feel like they were finally real? Uh, when I got to meet Shuby. Like, I knew it was all real when I got to meet Shuby because of the fact that, like, Shuby was, was the last nail in the coffin that I had to, uh, you know, face the music for because, you know, I, he was the one I started with. He was one of the people I started with, and I, he was going to be one of, one of the people that I finished with. So I let him know, like, Shubes, like, you know, you my mans, and, you, of course, I was like, you my brother. And I was like, that's going to be so hard because he's going to think I'm Rebecca when I'm really Seaburn and, you know, mm -hmm. Rebecca. Yeah. So uh, was he your favorite contestant uh, on the show, aside from yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shuby definitely was my favorite contestant on the show. And uh, he's definitely my favorite person of all time. Like, Shuby is that guy. Looking back on the circle, I don't know if you've watched it or not yet since it released. What would you have done differently? Uh, absolutely nothing. You know, I have no regrets on, on everything that I've done because it's just a matter of like knowing that that I killed the show. I, I I did my thing and I really killed it, and it just was so much, so much fun, and I loved every minute of it. Have you seen any of your other castmates since the airing of the show? Yes, I've actually seen Shuby, Joey, Alex, um, and let me see, Shuby, Joey, Alex, and we speak. I speak to pretty much all of the other cast, but those are the top top three three guys that I've seen. What was it like to reconnect with them once again? Oh man, we felt like kids in a candy store. It was a lot of fun. They were so they're clowns. I love them dudes. Like. When I tell you, it was just so much fun. It was a blast to just be there and be able to like really get to hang out with them and like know that they they want to be your friend and that you know you eventually call them friend and we develop a little family. It's dope. Yeah, I mean, friendship plays a huge part in it. But how did you willingly give your trust away on the show, even though you couldn't see the person and they could have been totally someone else? You just had to follow your gut and know that your gut doesn't stare you wrong. And, you know, at the end of the day, your instincts will always lead you to greater purposes. So, as they say, follow your nose wherever it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was it, I guess, how was it for you, yourself, once the show dropped, to get so much fame and, and stardom, just not on social media, but 
if somebody saw you in the grocery store, what was that like for you? Oh man, it was definitely a, a game changer because it let me know that like not only was the show like big, it, it let me know like the show was really like doing making waves and splashes and stuff, and I'm like, wow. So it 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 was amazing. It was an amazing feeling to get recognition for the hard work that you put in, just having fun and knowing that the project. Like they tell you the project, don't think of it as a huge project. And then eventually it became huge and it just got to where it got to. And I was just like, man, that's, that's so dope. Like, And uh, also the, uh, the show was filmed in England, as we know. We didn't know that when we were watching the show, but after it released, it was revealed. What mental effect did it have on you that you couldn't see any of your friends or family members for a long time? Uh, it was, you know, you got homesick, you you get a little homesick when you're, when you're away. So it's just a matter of like understanding, like you will get homesick. You will have like sometimes where, you know, you'll just want to be in the essence and talk to someone from home. But you know, at the end of the day, you're always there for the game and you know, the game is your goal. So you remember and you kind of snap out of it. Yeah. And, uh, so clearly we're a sports show here on, um, the sports cube. Um, what is your favorite sports team? Oh Who man. Is? So I got to stay with the Celtics. Um, you know, I definitely, I'll be rooting for the Celtics. That's my favorite ball team. Um, yeah, they, they just have, they just have a really solid team. I mean, were you a fan during like the Kevin Garnett days or now just more of the Campbell Walker? Oh phase? man. I, I definitely was a, a fan during the Paul Pierce, you know, Kevin Walker phase. Um, that was a really big transition. Um, because those dudes was here and they was like shutting it down. I remember I was a kid back when they was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Are you also a Red Sox fan now? Uh, I am. I, I, I'm not really a baseball fan, but you know, I, I'm more of a, like, I, I actually have a friend on the Texas Rangers. So I definitely would have to say, you know, uh, I don't, don't get me wrong. I love my city, but you know, I got to support my friends too. So I'm, I'm kind of like a split I'm kind of like a split down the middle because the Red Sox, they they definitely always come through and they come through with the wins. That's but true. You know, you your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of, or I don't know if you're a Patriots fan or not, but um, what was it like, I guess, if it even had any effect on you for your franchise QB, Tom Brady, to walk away this year? Honestly, you know, it, it, it didn't have any effect because it's always room for change. And to have Tom Brady come and do what he did, like all those years, you know, I commend him because it's hard. It's hard. He literally, I'm not going to hold you. He definitely was one of the people to carry, carry this, the team, but he also had a lot of help as well. So it's like, it it's definitely would be a lot of mixed reviews, but Tom Brady came, he saw, he conquered. So, you know, let him do what he does. Like he's going to enjoy his time. And he, he did, he came, he enjoyed his time. So, you know, it's time for him to move on. That's true. I mean, he's on to a new chapter in his life. And uh, also, so the circle, um, it's it was kind of like a circle, uh, um, a social sport as I was watching it. As we move forward in a digital world, how do you think people like competing for likes and comments on everything on social media can have a negative, but at the same time, positive effect? Uh, truthfully, if you always chase the applause, you'll definitely continue to chase it. But if you can if you can shift that dynamic and chase after your own applause, then everyone else will applaud you. So it's just a matter of knowing that 
you will. You will succeed either way, but, you know, one will lead you down a, a path of just continuing to chase and the other will lead you down the path of, you know, it, did I do that good enough? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just choose wisely. And uh, so clearly the circle was revolved around social media and we're living in an extremely digital world. You have nearly 300,000 followers on Instagram. I'm a new podcast growing and gaining more followers and all of us being in a virtual world with coronavirus. How can we all use social media for good? Um, Truthfully, just continue to show humility, spread that love um, and, you know, continue to use your creativity and show that creativity and just be able to, you know, Show it as you would express it because it's a freedom of expression. So that's where you get the freedom to express yourself on there. Seaburn, what are you most missing right now from the outside world? It's weird to say, but what are you most missing right now? Oh, man, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, for sure. I mean, Chick-fil-A is so good, but can't have it right now. No, I know. Just Chick-fil-A, man. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. If y'all uh, can send me something directly, I love y'all forever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can do. And uh, what's the what's your top show on Netflix right now? What do you watch? Uh, my top show on Netflix. Uh, I haven't been watching Netflix like that. Um, I've actually just been working, coming home, working out, and then going to sleep. Um, getting ready for the next day. So I'm actually going to binge watch uh some stuff this weekend on on Netflix. I'm actually going to uh, check out the Tiger King. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that too. <laughs> Um, so Seaburn, getting back into things, how do you think the, uh, the circle has inspired you to live your life? Uh, truthfully, the circle has inspired me to live unapologetically, um, and to just continue to be myself, be the best version of me that I can be so that others can see that and reflect off of the light and the love. And the last thing for you, is there anything you want to say to the viewers before we wrap up here today? Hey man, you guys just keep your head up and continue to smile. We will all get through this. It's just going to take some time. And uh, Seaburn, thank you so much for being with us here today. We really, really appreciate having you on thank the show. Thank you for having me, my man. All right. And more Sports Cube coming right up. Ionescu was overjoyed. Now, of course, with the realization that she was the number one overall pick in the WNBA draft, surrounded by friends and family out in California, it was time for her to celebrate. And I feel like she is ready to take on not just the challenges of the WNBA and all the stars in that league, but New York as a whole. Clearly, it's one of the toughest places to play sports, and I feel like she is readily equipped, especially with that her mentor, Kobe Bryant, trained her so well and endorsed the women's game so much, making her a better player and helping out the sport as a whole. As for Ionescu, though, she does address the on-court need of the New York Liberty. She's a point guard that is capable of making the uncommon pass, drawing defenders towards her, and then taking the open lane. And she markedly improved her finishing game at the rim as a senior, closing the one gap in her game, making her one of the deadliest players in the NCAA, and making Oregon such a threat. And I think all of us thought that Oregon would be taking home the national championship if the WNBA, I mean, if the college championship did go on. Unfortunately, it did not. So we're going to have to see how Ionescu pans out in New York, but we don't know yet since we don't even know if there's going to be a WNBA season. It's just a waiting game, and we're just going to have to see what happens. Coming up, though, we have an interview 
with Seaburn Williams, the Netflix star from the show The Circle, talks to us about social media and also how sports is having an impact on all of our lives. All this and much more coming right up.